0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, we honor you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. My God, I feel the calm and the peace of God. We just lift you up, Lord God. We thank you, majesty. We thank you. You are king of kings you are lord of lords you are the great i am my god we honor you we bless you we praise your name father we praise your name father we praise your name father god in the last days you said you would pour out your spirit among all flesh so we thank you daddy god for you Rain on us today. You rain on us. You are so majestic. You are so awesome. You are so mighty. You are so strong. My God, our Redeemer lives and we just simply say thank you. We simply say thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. You are such a good good father you are such a good good father you are such an amazing father you are a loving father you are a doting father lord god we extol you we bless your holy name 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 you are so good to us. You are so faithful to us. You are so wise. You are so just. You are so true. My God, reveal yourself to us today, Daddy. Reveal yourself today. Show yourself strong in our lives. Miracle signs and wonders, my God, we honor you, we love you, we adore you, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you. My God, you are so wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are magnificent, Lord God. My God, we bless your name my god we lift up the name of jesus my god we surrender to you today lord god we honor you today lord god you are such a good good Good, 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 Father, my God. And you are good all the time, Lord God. So we humble ourselves and we bow before you, Lord God, and we just simply say, Thank you, 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 thank you. You are majesty. You are majesty, my God. You are majesty. You are king of kings. You are Lord of Lords, my God, you are all we need. You are the great shepherd. My God, you're omnipotent and omniscient. You're immutable. My God, you are the one true God. We lift up your name. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. All things bow to you, Lord God. All things bow to you, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. My God, you are the lover of our soul. With your arms stretched wide, you proved how much you loved us. You proved your faithfulness on the cross. You you proved, Lord God, your redeeming power, your resurrection power. And Jesus Christ, your obedience to the cross, proved how much you loved us. And then you did not leave us alone. You sent us with a comforter. My God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for imparting wisdom. Thank you for your presence, Lord. My God, we feel the weight of your glory. My God, we feel the weight of your glory. My God, renew in us a steadfast spirit, Lord God, creating us a clean heart, Lord God. Let us only say what you want us to say. Let us walk in a sound mind today. My God, Lord God, don't take your presence from us. We need you, Daddy God. We need you, Daddy God. I feel you, Lord God. I thank you for lifting all the burdens from us. My God, I thank you, Father. With your arms stretched wide, You redeemed us, Lord God. Thank you, 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 thank you. And we thank you, Father God, that justice is served and it is served in our favor. Father God, we armor ourselves this morning. We place on the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and our feet are shod with the gospel of peace, peace. And we're buckling truth around our waist, Lord God. And we have our sword, which is the word of God. Now, God, give us eyes to see and ears to hear open, Father God, the eyes of our understanding, Father God, to be enlightened to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Christ Jesus and what you said about us. My God, show us your glory. (laughs) Reveal to us your glory. Let us manifest your glory. My God, we will not stay broke. We will not stay in debt. We will not be impoverished in our thoughts. My God, we operate in the same mind, the same mind, the same mind that is in Christ Jesus is in us. My God, anchor us in your truth, Lord God. We thank you for grace. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for brand new mercies every day. My God, you're a sovereign God. You're a just God. You're a fair God. We lack absolutely nothing. You complete us, Lord God. You complete the desires in our heart. My God, you're just, you're fair, you're true. My God, we thank you for judging coronavirus. We thank you for judging racism. We thank you, Lord God, your justice is prevailing. My God, we thank you, Lord God, we will hold on to our spiritual truth. We will become anchored in you, anchored in your word, trusting in you, daddy God, trusting in you, daddy God, living out your word, being doers of the word and not just hearers, We drive out every stronghold. We bind up every force of darkness back to the pit. Say, you got no authority on this devotional. You got no authority in our lives. You don't belong here. You can't rest here. You can't settle here. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you. We we ask you, Lord God, to redeem the time today, redeem the time, everything that's been lost. We're asking you to redeem the time. My God, you already set us apart. Let us walk in holy boldness, holy boldness and spiritual authority today, casting down every stronghold, casting down wicked imaginations, everything that exalts itself against you, every. Thing that rises against our purpose, everything that comes against our call. My God, let it be our due diligence today, Lord God, that we take authority, that we drive out forces of darkness, that we declare your peace. My God, that we sit at your right hand, that we do not undermine your authority by being attached to our incarnal things. My God. We submit to you today. We submit to your t- authority. We surrender. We lift up this nation today, Father God, for it has been in turmoil. It has been lost and we repent for our sins. We repent for all manners of ungodliness. We repent for unrighteous legislation. We repent for signing off on unrighteous legislation. We repent, Father God, for things that do not line up with your will and your spirit. Father God, we repent of those things. My God. God, sober us up in the spirit, Lord God, so that we will not be deceived and led by our flesh. My God, we repent, Father God, but we thank you for end time judgment, Lord God. We repent for this nation's just immoral ways, Lord God. Give us the eyes of your understanding. My God, let us receive more of you and less than us. We open ourselves up. My God, just open yourselves up. Just stretch your hands out and open yourselves up. We open ourselves up to you today, Lord God. We receive your very best for us. We empty ourselves out today, Lord God. We ask that you pour into our cups and that you fill us up. My God, you are a sovereign, a just, and a fair God, and we need you and nothing else, Lord God. Send the laborers in our field, Lord God. My God, do not let us lean into our own understanding, Lord God. In all our ways, let us acknowledge you, Father God, and you direct our paths. Let us walk in honesty and in character and integrity that represents your kingdom, for we are kingdoms ambassadors on kingdom assignment, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that you get the glory out of our, all... enlarge our territory, increase our capacity to discern you more. Take the scales off our eyes, unclog our ears, Lord. My God, you are sovereign. You are just, you are fair or true. We receive you. We receive you, Lord. We receive you. Daily load us with benefits. My God, let your kingdom come in every, my God, in every area of our lives. Let your will be done as it is in heaven, Lord God. Let your kingdom come on this earth, Father God. Do away with our indecisiveness, Lord God. Let us be sold out to you. We honor you, your majesty. We honor you, your majesty. You are such a loving, faithful and a fair and a just God. My God, forgive us our sins, Lord God, as we forgive those who sin against others, Lord God, we thank you. We bind our mind to the mind of Christ. We bind our will to the will of God. We receive your understanding for all things. We will not judge the body with our flesh. We will not judge the body with our eyes, Lord God. We will discern according to the spirit. My God, Holy Spirit, take over us. We need you comforter, advocator, teacher. My shit, it's a, thank you for advocating for us. Thank you for speaking into the ear of every customer for our entrepreneurs. Thank you for speaking into the ear for divine doors to be open, Lord God. Thank you for speaking into the ears that are supposed to be connected to our business. Lord God, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done. Thank you for our daily supply. And then God, I know you to be true. I thank you for doing exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask and think of. My God, blow our minds today. We thank you for restoring the lost. My God, for on this devotional, we are harvesting souls. We thank you for destroying the lost today. My God, we honor you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. Let our set our affection on things above. My God, what a mighty God we serve what a mighty God we serve, what a mighty, mighty God we serve, what a mighty, mighty God we serve, what a mighty, mighty God, my God, you are a mighty God, my God, we are a mighty God, we trust you, Lord God, in the most uncomfortable places, my God. Now, Father God, help us with our unbelief. My God, let the winds blow from the north, south, east, and west. My God, supply all the needs of your people according to your riches and glory. My God, they do not run out. My God, you are immutable, Lord God. We thank you. 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 We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, amen. Thank you not today, not today. In Jesus' name, amen. I receive that, Julia. It is harvest time. In Jesus' name, amen. We glorify you. We, glor- we glorify We glorious name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You will not disrupt this broadcast today. We thank you, Father God, that every internet connection and every wireless connection will flow freely. That it will not be hindered by the enemy. Right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father God, that our, our wireless internet will not be interrupted. Satan, you can't have authority on this devotional. We don't We don't have problems. We thank you, Lord God. We God. We my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God, my God, my God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you in Jesus name. Well, we are back for another day of coffee and conversations with Lakeisha and Lakeisha M. Johnson, also known as A. Um, L M J. Um, and I am just so glad to be here. I am still, I am still mentally, emotionally, and spiritually processing through last night's lady, ladies, Bible study. And if you, sorry, fellas, I'm sorry. And if you are not in ladies Bible study, and if you have not joined this group, I want you to become a part of the Ladies Bible Studies group. God is tearing down strongholds in our life. And I mean, I'm still chewing on unmet needs. Um, I'm still chewing on my God. Like, I'm like, Lord, like he unearthed something in us. Like he dealt with something in us that needed to be dealt with. And even though it was overwhelming, like I was like, Lord, that seemed like a little rock. Like like that was a little tough, like that was a little gangster. God got gangster with us last night and I was like, oh my gosh. Let me deal with this. Let me make sure that my affection is set on you and nothing else. Like that's how raw he was with us, man. That Jen, come on now, James for everything he brought to us last night. So that is a private group. If you're not in that group, we would love, somebody's going to drop the link for that. We would love for you to become a part, but that's not that group right there is like, not for the faint at heart. Like when you commit to come to ladies Bible study, you're committing to come and like, do the work on yourself. Like we empty, ourselves out and we let God pour us pour back into us and when I tell you he does it and he's been peeling back the layers and he's been opening the eyes of our understanding like my God has been like Lord okay (laughs) like okay this was in me too This is where I've been to. This is something else that has to come out of me. You've got to be kidding me, right? This is something else I got to work through. So it's a different grace. One of my friends, she tickled me. She said, you different on ladies Bible study than when you teach the devotional. She was like, you are like you gangster in ladies Bible study. And then on the devotional, you're so serious and loving and kind. (laughs) And I'm like, it's a transition in roles. Like the devotion is our devoted time to God. And then ladies' Bible study is like cutting sorry like you called into surgery right you called into surgery right it's like okay it's like you called into surgery you're doing something different so it is it's a different grace for ladies' Bible study and he just unearths us and pull things out of us that man it has absolute like it's you lose all of yourself so make sure you join ladies bible study we also have the if group which is men or women on fridays at 12 from 12 to 12 30. well i want to get into the world oh has anybody been? i got just a question has anybody been feeling like um you just being pulled you being stretched like you just feel like like you can't rest like god is pulling you all out of your comfort zone like just pulling you out. Anybody been feeling being pulled out of your comfort zone? Like feeling that feeling like God is tooling you, stretching you, pulling you. It's okay. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I want you to stay right there in that place. Like I want you to stay right there in that place. I want you to stay in the most I'm comfortable place that you've ever been in God is revealing himself to you and even though it feels uncomfortable what he's doing is it's the chaff he's yeah the Shannon, he's pulling things out of you that um do not line of up with your word like do not line up with your word right like That's what he's doing. And so that stretch, that uncomfortable, you know, it feels almost like some, you ever been nagged? Like you ever been nagged before? Like it feels like something is nagging on you, but this is a good nag. This isn't like a, this isn't like a pasting nag. It's the Lord God asking and looking for your undivided attention. I hear you, Lord. He is looking for your undivided attention. He wants your undivided attention, right? I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little old school. Don't don't nobody get offended. Tupac used to say all eyes on me. God wants all eyes on you. He is looking for your undivided attention. It is a tugging and it it is a tugging. But can I tell you something? If you'll stop pulling on the other end of the rope, the war will be over if you'll stop pulling on the other end of the rope, the war, the war will, the war will end. The reason it's it's a tug of war. I hear you. Holy spirit. The reason that it's a tug of war, the reason that it's a, a tug, the reason that's a tug of war is you still, you got the other end of the rope. You still trying to hold on to the old you. And God is like, I, I was listening to something. Come on, Holy Spirit. God is like, I'm trying to to bring you into the new, new so that you can break generational curses. So you can destroy strongholds. So that you can the that, that, that you can advance. My God, you got to surrender. You got to totally surrender. You got to totally surrender. You got to yield that you got to position your heart before him. Like ever, never, ever, ever before you got to go before the throne. You're going to have to get into your secret places. Come on, jericho, You got to let go of the rope. You just got to, you got to, I, I wrote something. If you're not following me on either one of my personal pages, like I wrote something on my personal pages, about um, when I surrendered. And if you you can't be my friend, I can't accept any more friend requests, but you can go follow my personal pages and I share things on there that I don't share everywhere else. And so on my personal pages, I wrote about the point to which I surrendered, and a true surrender looks completely different, right? completely different. And so if God is trying to pull you out of those spaces, like he's trying to pull you out, out of those spaces, then the tug that you feel is often cause you won't let go. You won't. And you will think, can I tell you something really significant? You will think you have let go because of successes. I'm just saying my, my shit. It's I bind my mind to the mind of Christ and I bind my will. You will think like, we think we've let go because we had some successes. I was in one of my most successful career places when I realized that I had not completely surrendered to God. I was in one of the most successful places I thought I was career wise when I realized that, that I had not surrendered to God. And I can can I just share this part of my testimony with you? I was going to work every day and God was calling me into something deeper than I had ever imagined. And I was going to work every day and I was driving to work every day and I would drive and I would get to my parking spot. Right. And I would park in my parking spot and I would begin to cry and I would sit there and I would cry for 15 or 20 minutes. And I would not I was a college instructor. I would not get out of my car until I got to my first class till my first class started. None of this was my norm. Like I love teaching with everything in me and I could not like I would sit in my car and I was bawling every time. Had no idea was just bawling. I was like, what is this? Why am I feeling incomplete? Why am I bawling like this? Like I'm just bawling uh, every day, breaking down, crying, right? Feeling like something in me is still missing. Feeling like something is not complete. Feeling like something wasn't there yet. And what I begin to realize was God was trying to get a whole lot more of me. God was trying to get my attention. He was looking for more of me and what he was requiring of me. My God, my God, my God, what we, he was requiring me was a depth of what I hadn't experienced yet. See, I had a lot of mental assent. I had a lot of things I had been mentally assenting. I had a lot of things I was saying, but I wasn't walking into the revelation of. So he said, can, can I hear you? Come on now. And so he, if the just live by faith, that's what the word says. If the just live, like the just lives by faith, right? I was not living by faith. I still had a security net up underneath me. And remember, remember the lesson where the Lord taught us when we're standing in his grace. He supports us. Right. Right. He supports us. We stand. He catches us. Right. And so I still had my own security. I still had my own security. I still had my own safe place. I still had stuff that I was doing in my own strength. I did. I had things. I had things that I was doing in my own strength. I had my own zone. I was living in my own place. I kind of had my own. I had, but I had, because I had tally marks, I know that's not none of y- I know none of y'all do that me because I had tally marks I had things that I had checked off that I had measured as being successful I had goals that I had comp- accomplished it looked real right it felt real good I was getting accolades right I was getting accolades I was getting promotions I was getting recognized I was starting to be called some of the, be, the best of the, come on now, some of the best of the best, I was becoming a standard, my God, they were using me for trainings, can I just be real with y'all, like, they were using, they were using me for trainings, like, I was getting all this, they loved me, like, all of these different things were going on, and then I was sitting there, like, right, I was sitting there, um, thank you, Holy Spirit, and I was sitting, there, but I was sitting in my car every day, and I was crying. Like I was sitting in my car every day. I was sitting in my car every day, like every day, sitting in my car, and I was crying because there, because I was incomplete. And the reason that I was complete, and Jesus, when Jesus came, so that we are, we don't lack anything. We are not supposed supposed to lack absolutely anything, right? I was, I was sitting there. I'm like, I just there, there, crying, crying, unfulfilled and not complete. And the reason that I was unfulfilled and not complete was because God was trying to get me to surrender. I needed another lesson. So can I tell you how, how the agitator came? And at first I thought the agitator was the devil, right? but God knows my intolerance for stuff. Right. A couple of times during this, I got wrote up like some students wrote me up. I had never been wrote up and I was casting a devil out. You're not going to come against my career. But I know for a fact that God sent a little agitator, something to provoke me. And what it did was when I got the write ups, when I got the write ups, I began to open my heart up and evaluate myself. And as soon as I opened up my heart and said, God, what is going on here? As soon as I peeled back the layers and st- as soon as I started, stop justifying myself. Then God began to do some to do something miraculous in my heart and said, this is not this ain't it. I'm just telling you, he sent a couple of agitators and I thought it was the devil, but I knew he was provoking. God was provoking me because he knew me. He knows us intimately and he knew that he needed to provoke me so that I would become unsettled. I, I this, this is a word for somebody. He knew he needed to provoke me. He knew he had to, he was like, I got to provoke Lakeisha. I got to provoke Lakeisha. I can't leave Lakeisha comfortable because if she stays comfortable, she's going to keep her eyes because I'm focused because, uh, one word to describe me is tenacious. I got like bulldog mentality. Like I bite onto something. If i if I yank, right? If I yank something, if I bite into something, when I bite into it, I don't let go. If i if you become my friend, you're my friend for life. You better leave me. That's the only way I'm going to let go. Like that's just how I am. When I bite into something, I'm committed to it. I'm dedicated to it and I'm going to do well. And God had to send some agitators to provoke me. And so I got rolled up and I was like, Lord, what is going on with this write up on Biden? Satan, you ain't coming against my career. Satan, you ain't coming against my, my situation. Satan, you ain't coming against my name, my integrity, my character. The crazy part is I had absolutely not done anything. Nothing. I didn't. Nothing that they were complaining about me had any valid merit whatsoever. So as soon as I realized that nothing had any valid or merit, I had to pause and pray and say, Lord, what is going on here? Give me eyes to see. And when I began to say when I began to pray and I begin to ask, Lord, to show me eyes to see. He started saying, you're not complete yet. You're not complete. You're not complete yet. You're not. Co- this does not complete you. I'm requiring more out of you. And can I tell you something? I don't know who, what part of my testimony this is for, but we overcome by the blood of lamb and limb in our word testimony. And so then I still had my own thoughts and I thought what he was requiring of me next was for something else. And God had a whole different level that he was trying to whole different level. He was trying to whole different, whole different level. My God, a whole different le- yes, y'all. I love to be safe. And God said, if you're really, if you're really gonna live by faith, if you're really gonna honor me, if you're really gonna please me, my God, you're gonna have to surrender. You're gonna have to go lower in this. You're gonna have to stay the course. You're gonna have to fight the fight. That's what I told you. Remember yesterday the Lord showed us you're not stuck. You're not stuck. You just gotta stay the course. You're not stuck. You are not stuck. You just got to stay the course. You got to go lower. You got to go deeper. You got to open up your heart to Him and receive the fullness of everything. That's why it's been so important for you to be consistent, to not miss your moments with God. My God, can I tell you, I don't care how. Tired, yes, Christina. Press. I don't care how tired I am. I love coming to this devotional. You know why I love coming to this devotional? It's because I get so much revelation in this time at the morning. Like I get so much revelation. You know why I like ladies' Bible study? Because it's burning up the chaff in me, and I'm growing up and I'm becoming mature. So I don't like missing those times. I don't like missing the devotional, right? Um, the other day I was tired and the boys could tell, and they were like, We'll teach for you. The morning, I said this ain't about me teaching. This this ain't about me teaching. This is about my time with God. Judah was like, I'll teach. I don't have a problem. I, this ain't this ain't about me teaching. This ain't what this is about. This ain't about me teaching. My God, this this and I preach to y'all all day. This ain't about this ain't about me teaching. This is about my time with God. This is my time. This ain't this this y'all just we eating the fruits we eating the fruits of the Holy Spirit together. We in a, we had a spiritual table. We had we a spirit. We had a spiritual table. We had a table pre- spread before the presence of our enemies. Even though darkness may be all around us, we all at a spiritual table. The Lord is being our shepherd right now. My God, he was bruised by our iniquities, chastised our peace. So we could come right here to this moment. My God. My God it's designed significantly so I don't miss the devotional because I need it. That's why I'm that's why I'm that's that's why I'm here because he's maturing me growing up, opening my eyes for me to see, giving me divine revelation. My God, I'm just telling you that that's why I'm here. That's why I'm invested in it for my own spiritual growth. Right. (laughs) That that is my, my, my own spiritual growth. Because I'm eating at the table and in the presence of my enemies, I know without a doubt that God has us. I know without a doubt that God sups with us. My, I know without a doubt God's leading us. My God, I promise you I do. And so you just got to stay the course. You that tug, that pull, that thing you've been fully. Now is the time for you to make a decision. You know what? I've got to stay the course. I've got to calm myself down. I've got to walk in the wisdom of God. And I could not continue to do things in my own direction and in my own way. My own way is not leaving me satisfied, right? That's why you're still hungry. That's why you're still thirsting. That's why you feel lacking and incomplete. And can I tell you what this world will tell us to do? The world will tell us to pack on more stuff. That's the disadvantage of being tuned into this world. The world doesn't teach us from the perspective of Jesus. It tells us, go get you another degree go get you another certification. There's nothing wrong with those things if the Lord led you there, right? Go, go get, go add something else to you. And God is simply saying, no, I need you to take some stuff away. God is saying, I need you. I need you to take some stuff away. I don't need you to add another thing to you. I don't need you to sign up for anything else. I don't need you to try anything else. I don't need you to develop yourself. You are not. This is not a self-development course. I am trying to develop you in the mind of Christ. That's why I want you to renew your mind because it begins in your mind. What you meditate on is what you're going to become. Whatever's in your mindset is what you're going to become, right? I don't need you to add anything else to you. My God, I'm trying to get you to take away so that you can walk in the fullness of who you called to be. Because if you are so full of you, you can't be full of me. You are so When you are so full of you, you can't be full of me. You cannot be full of me because you're so full of you. And you know, can I tell you this? You know, when you full of you, when you start attributing and posting and talking about all your accolades. When you want to be I'm just telling you where I was. Now, this might not be you where I was. When I thought all my, all my accolades, when I thought it was about my accolades and all this. That's when I knew I was so full of me. I'm just telling you. So we've been renewing our minds. Let's, let's reflect. Let's get another spiritual truth this morning. We still on what we got yesterday. And today's devotional is called stay. I need you to stay. I need you to stay. I need you to stay. God needs you to stay, right? I'm just saying, I need you to stay. God needs you to stay. And so. Remember, we're in these steps to renewing our minds. And then I'm going to give you also another spiritual truth um, for us to pray for our nation and ourselves. One, so we're done. We're through. Step one, stop waiting on an outside miracle to change your mind. We're not, we're no longer going to wait on an outside miracle. We don't need an outside miracle. Mir- we probably are not going to experience the miracle, right? Um, we're not. So, <laughs> So we don't need an outside miracle. We'll experience the miracles, but the miracle is not the defining moment, right? Mm. Come on, Cassandra Watson. But anyway, so we're not the deciding, the deciding, we're not going to wait on a miracle to renew our mind. We're we're not going to wait. That's not what we're waiting on. We're not going to wait on a miracle to renew our mind 2 We're done believing that we can't control our thoughts. God is proving to us daily. The more time we spend and meditate in the word that we can control our thoughts. He's doing that every day. He's like, every day we're getting a little bit better. Remember small bites, still equal meal. Every day we're chewing and digesting on this a little more every day. We're becoming stronger every day. We're beginning to operate more in the mind of Christ. You have so many layers of bad thinking on you. It does not happen overnight. It's not a Oh, you transformed. This ain't I dream of genie. We ain't squingling our nose. This ain't a snapping it fix. Every day that you spend time in the Word of God, something dedicated, consistent time, something gets broken off on you. Can I tell you something? That's why I know consistency becomes the marker because the more consistent you are, you can begin to see hands, God. So we do it. Third thing what you feel, feed your mind becomes your mindset. We recognize. I got to start feeding my mind negative things. If I want a different mindset, if I want to walk in victory, if I want to walk in the fullness of who God called me to be, if I want to see God manifest in my life, if I don't want to cheat myself and cheat my community and I'm going to let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be in me. So what I feed my mind becomes my mindset. So I've got to feed my mind the word of God. I've got to feed my mind the word of God. I've got to be, can you say that to yourself? I've got to be more consistent in feeding my mind the word of God, right? So our fourth thing, right? Our fourth step, I love God, is confess what you believe, what you not, not what you feel. All the ladies and ladies Bible study right now, we're confessing. We're confessing aggressively. We're on day five. We got one more day. And I don't know about you. I felt something break in my spirit with the aggressiveness of this confession. I I felt something break in my spirit, being intentional these last six days. And even if you fell off, that's fine. Get right back on. So we're confessing what our feel. We're confessing what our mouth. God, we're possessing God's promises by confessing with our mouth. We're letting the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in our sight. We're being like the devil. I mean, God, Jesus was with the devil. We're using scripture to combat negative thoughts in our mind, right? And if God didn't think, if God didn't think we could do it, He wouldn't tell us to do it. Philippians four and eight, think on these things. Um, Joshua one and eight, you shall meditate on this day and night. Um, Um, Psalms 1 and 2 on his law. He meditates. So he already tells us that we can do that. Yesterday we learned number five, we have got to resist negative thoughts. We are got to resist negative thoughts. When negative thoughts come in, we've got to quickly resist them. We've got to quickly identify that is not my thought. That thought is not pure. That thought is not lovely. That thought is not of good report. Here's the thing. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you don't get angry. It doesn't mean you don't get upset. It doesn't mean you don't get fearful. It doesn't mean you don't get overwhelmed. We are human. Those things are real, real. It doesn't mean you don't feel pain, but this is what you got to do. You got to identify the situation so the devil doesn't take off off with it. You got to identify, you got to pause and pray. You got to identify your feelings so that the devil doesn't take off with it because he will take off with something and make something little into something great. He will take off with it. He will, he will agitate the heck out of you. He will agitate you so bad. It will not make sense. So it's not that you're not going to feel those things. You're going to feel those things. What you got to do is make a decision and ask yourself big questions. Why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling like this? Why am I overwhelmed like this? Why am I this mad? Why am I this frustrated? Why am I this angry? You got to pause yourself, which means also you got to come into the knowledge of yourself. So can I share something for you that have a difficult time being by yourself? You're going to have to spend more time by yourself so that you can come into the knowledge of yourself. Because when you can, I tell you something, when you spend so much other time with just people, you will begin to emulate people and you really won't walk in your real true self. My God, the Holy Spirit just said there's something there. So this for you to come into you, the knowledge of yourself, you're going to have to absolutely have to make a decision to spend some time by yourself and sometimes that's hard when the when you're by yourself and the voices get so loud and they overwhelm you and they try to take you right and then the next part of the steps is you're gonna have to learn how to celebrate your process but we're still on the part of resisting negative thoughts and assisting positive thoughts right so that's where we are right now so I need to give you the scripture that we're reading we're in laminations three And 23, God gave us this morning. I'm going to read it to you in the message Bible this morning. It says, God's loyal love couldn't have have run out, His merciful love couldn't have dried up. They're created new every morning. How great is your faithfulness! I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. He's all I've got. Can you say that today? I'm sticking with God my god that's the next part of that verse that's the 24th part of this verse i'm sticking with god i say it over and over so i've got to learn learn to stay on course and whatever is in my mind my god that is so powerful whatever is in my mind that is pulling me off off course i've got to put my thoughts And I've got to put my mind on things above. Now, come on now. I'm sticking with God because it says he's got all, he's all I got left. He's all I got left. He like, he's it. He's all I got left. Let me give you another scripture. Hold on. He's, he's it. He's all I got left. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you for your word that he's it. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything less. I left. He's all I got. And since he's all I got. Right. Then I'm sticking to that. That's what I've got to stick to. My God, I hope I can find this. I've got to stick to that because that's the sincerity of where I am right now. Oh, that 15, 1 John 15, it says, Do not love the world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from the world. And this world is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God, will live forever he's gonna live forever anyone who pleases god is going to live with us so i can't afford to be in a love with this world because this world is taking me off course that's what the world is the lord the world is taking me off course the world is having me set my affections right on things that are not above (laughs) the world has me set my affections on things that are not of Christ. The world has me setting my affections on things that are not of God. And since the world has me setting my affections on things, guess what, guess what's going to happen to me? Then I'm going to get knocked off course and I'm not going to stay right. Genesis two and two, and God completes a thing in us. Like God's going to complete a thing in us and he desires to stay, stay in us, but we have to make the decision. You know what? I'm going to stay on course. I'm going to stay on course. I'm not going to love anything more than I love you. Nothing. I'm not going to love anything more than I love you. I'm not going to set my affection on anything more than I love you. Does anybody remember the scripture from last night that talked about that? Do do we remember that that I I got there's nothing. So if I set my mind on what's good, lovely, pure and of what's good report, if I set my affection on him, then I'm not a slave to anything else that's competing for my father's attention. I'm not a slave to anything else that's competing for his attention. Nothing nothing else that's competing for his attention, nothing else that's putting me in a position or place where my affection is not on God. First John five and 21 says, dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your heart. Anything, anything. First John five and 21, stay away from anything that takes away from your, from God's attention in your heart. Because here's the thing that you need to know. If it takes my attention away from God, then it's going to pull me off course and I'm going to be deviating and I'm going to be bobbing and I'm going to be weaving. And the reason that I'm going to be bobbing and weaving and deviating is because I am not on course, right? That's when you run into potholes, that's when you run into all kinds of circumstances and all kinds of situations. So I've got to resist negative thoughts. <laughs> I've got to assist myself by putting positive thoughts in. I cannot be in love with this world. If I'm going to stay the course, I'm not, I'm not, I'm go- i I cannot. And you got to ask God, you do. I've got to, re- if I'm going to flourish, if I'm going to st- stay strong in this, and if I'm going to have the same mind, My God, that that Christ Jesus has in him, then I've got to figure this thing out. And the way that I'm going to figure this thing out is, I'm not going to be a prideful, live a prideful life. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to surrender myself to God. And you know what I'm going to say, Lord, I'm putting putting myself in the position. I'm putting my myself in the position for you to show me anything in my life that does not line up with your will, that's keeping me from staying on course. The same mind that's in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to humble myself enough to think that I don't think and know what's best for myself. I'm going to take Jeremiah 29 and 11. And instead of saying, for I know the plans that I have for you and walk in my own plans, I'm going to pause and wait because this is the thing that I know. Isaiah 40, 31 is true. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. (laughs) They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary and they shall walk and not faint. And the only way I'm going to be able to walk and stay my course is that I get the strength that is found in Lord God almighty and nothing else. I said, stay the course. How do I stay the course? Focusing my eyes on him and complete. I love that scripture he just gave us and not being in love with anything in this world and not being a lover of myself and identifying what has my attention besides you. What has, what's been my driving force? Come on, Holy spirit for every decision I've made. What is the thing that has captured my time? What is the thing capturing my attention? Position myself, not mentally. Remember I gave you, I gave you early. I said to you, I said, I thought I had checklists. I had markers. I'm serving in the church. I'm doing all of these things, but I was still lacking and I was still incomplete. And if Christ completes me, If Jesus Christ completes me, Philippians one and six, right? If he completes me, if his goal is complete me and I'm not feeling complete, then the only reason that I'm not feeling complete is because I'm trying to complete myself in things. And when I try to complete myself in things and in positions and in relationships, then, and when I don't resist negative thoughts, And when I hold on to things and I operate in things that don't look like God's truth for me, it'll leave me in a very stuck place and I won't receive the fullness of who I am. And I'll start, I'll steady add things to me instead of allowing God to finish the race in me. Um, At Philippians 1 and 6, it says, and I'm certain that God who began this, the new living translation, I'm certain that God who began the good work within you will continue to work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And God always finishes a thing. He does. And he does. He does. And tomorrow I'm going to show you how to stay the course. I'm going to show you how God completes. I want you to see why Paul, was able to finish and and at the end to state, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. I want to be able to say, I fought a good fight. I finished the course. Well, if I'm off course, because I feel like I'm stuck or I'm not staying in the vision and plan that God has for me, then I'll deviate from God's plan and I'll never finish, be finished. I don't know why Holy Spirit needed to take us there, but I will never feel feel finished and complete. Mm-mm. I will never feel finished and complete. First John 5 and 21 is one of my new principles now. Dear children, keep away from anything that may take up God's place in your heart. Any, anything. Lord, I open myself up to you. Show me anything that is taking the place of you in my heart, anything, if it's a person, if it's my job, if it's whatever it is, show me anything that is taking a place of you in my heart. And when I do that, then I'll I'll operate in Proverbs 4 and 23. I'll begin to operate in that. Um, and I'll begin to, I'll begin to guard my heart from all issues. And I won't be, when people tell me I'm devastated, I'm I'm devastated. I'm like, <laughs> if you're this devastated, then there's not a guard up in your heart. There's not a guard up in your heart. It's not saying you can't be overwhelmed. It's not. But the God that's of the God of peace, the God that's the God of peace. Remember when we go over to Philippians, it tells you be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. Make your request known before God, and then the God of God's peace, you're gonna get His peace. When we rest in His truths, we get His peace. When we operate in the mind of Christ, we get His peace. Then the God of all peace—he ain't supposed to be devastated. You might be upset, you might be disappointed, but when you are, I'm devastated. This is the worst thing ever. That's that's not the that's not the mind of Christ in you. That's where we got to resist those thoughts and replace those thoughts with good thoughts. Can I can I can I close this out with you? Can I just give you one thing this morning? I want to give you Jesus. If you don't know Jesus, this is your time. This is your minute. This is your hour. If you don't know somebody, you know somebody that don't know Jesus, this is your moment to invite them in. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You don't know what tomorrow might be like. You don't, you don't, you can't, you, you need to be saying, Lord, if you let me make it tomorrow, you don't know what tomorrow might be like for you. It is foolish for you to say tomorrow. It is foolish for you to say the next 30 minutes, the next 40. It is foolish for you to assume you are good. It's foolish for you to judge yourself in not a way of humility. You can't take no chances. The next 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. My God, 80 minutes could be different for you. You need the opportunity to figure it out now. I was so lost until I found Jesus. I was. I was a hot mess. And people always say, why can you, how can you believe that? How can you believe originally? Because everything that Christ taught me was for the better of me. My God, it did not take my independency. It gave me my independency. It did not take my light. It gave me my light. It did not steal from me. It gave me everything. So all you got to do is ask the Lord, Lord, please forgive me for any sins that I've committed against you. Lord, I'm in need of a savior. I need to be saved. I'm so sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart. I'm asking you to take my sins away and I promise to love you and follow you best I can. And Holy Spirit, I'm going to need your help. Like I'm gonna need your help. 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 Jesus gave me my life back. Sin had took my life. Jesus gave me my life back. And then I just want to propose one more thing with you. Will you go to the website? Will you get subscribed to the website? And then will you consider partnering with this ministry today? Will you consider you can find out all about us? We're very transparent. We're gonna to continue to get this gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world, baby. We're coming after the one. We're gonna continue. And then do me a favor. Pray today and lift this ministry name up. Call on the name of God and ask God, provide every resource that LMJ Ministries needs so they can continue to get the gospel throughout the world. I love you so much. But more than anything, God loves you. I'll see you back here in the morning. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. In Jesus' name. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.